this is Lindsay, MKB, and Jenny, and welcome to our podcast. Woo! Given the context of the antebellum period in America, 1820 to 1860, it is clear the caning of Charles Sumner played a pivotal role in instigating the American Civil War. Some of the background is... Charles Sumner was born in Boston on January 6, 1811. He was a very studious and outspoken student. He was especially outspoken about slavery and equal rights. When he was around 15 years old, he transferred to Harvard and studied there for four years. He wanted to become a lawyer at the time. While he was in Harvard, he studied abroad, where he became very well known with the government. When he returned from his studies, he wanted to join the Senate. He joined the Senate on December 1st, 1851. Throughout his whole life and career, he wanted to abolish slavery. He was in the Senate during the Civil War, the main moment in slave history, and then stayed thereafter. Also in the year 1851, he was elected to the Free Soil Party. The Free Soil Party was a political group that were involved in the presidential elections and some other state elections. Overall, he was a very big role in abolishing slavery in many states during the pre-Civil War era. The Mexican War and the Texas Annexation War were two things that Charles Sumner protested against. The Republican Party was endorsed by Charles Sumner in 1855. Throughout his life, he wanted to abolish slavery. Some events that were happening at the time were the Kansas-Nebraska Act of 1854 and Bleeding Kansas. The Kansas-Nebraska Act of 1854 was called out for popular sovereignty, which was when the outsiders decided whether or not the state was enslaved or not. Bleeding Kansas was the term used for the period of violence when the government was settling in the Kansas territories. It was called Bleeding Kansas because it was a series of riots and petitions regarding the slavery issues. Kansas had the highest rate of casualties of any Union state because of the issues regarding the different opinions on slavery. A famous fighter for anti-slavery was a man named John Brown who held the raid on Harper's Ferry. Before, Harriet Beecher Stowe wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin, which said that slavery was terrible, but acted sympathetically towards the Southerners. The book was soon banned in the South, but was a bestseller in the North. There were many riots that consisted of numerous violent acts, like attacks and stealing of land and property. All of these events led up to the Civil War because it heightened the North and South's emotion between each other. And now to Lindsay about the actual attack. As said earlier, Charles Sumner was very anti-slavery. So when he got word that Kansas had declared themselves as pro-slavery, Sumner immediately began creating a speech, Crime Against Kansas. He was a part of the Senate during the time he gave his multi-hour, two-day speech about slavery and the horribleness of it. During the course of his speech, he encouraged Kansas to stop slavery and become a free state. He talked about the Kansas-Nebraska Act, which stated that any settlers in the Kansas-Nebraska territories were allowed to declare themselves free or not free within their boundaries. Sumner condemned this act and the freedom it gave people in this area. He said that it gave the pro-slavery people of these regions unfair rights, which would only do cruel things to the slaves. He also stated that it was a corrupt thing that was being done to the nation. Sumner also informed people that this act would only bring upon violence and fighting to the people in the nation. After his long speech, many people had their own commentaries and critics. Stephen Douglas, a fellow politician from Illinois, warned Sumner that if he continued to talk like that, he was going to get himself killed. Another listener, Louise Cass, told Sumner it was very un-American of him to talk like that. His speech soon spread around the country, so many states also had their own opinions. For example, South Carolina and its people believed that Sumner had taken it way too far. 
A few days later, after his speech on May 22, 1865, Sumner was working quietly and minding his own business in his office when Preston Brooks, a fellow politician and a member of the House of Representatives, came into his office. <laughs> Preston hit Charles Sumner on the head with his cane multiple times. The attack lasted around a minute and Sumner was defenseless throughout the whole attack. People from the north were enraged by the attack, while those from the south praised Preston for his acts. Preston Brooks was only fined a small amount, but had no other convictions. Although he was also informed that he was no longer welcome back to work at the House of Representatives. The attack soon spread around the nation. As soon as word got to John Brown, also an anti-slavery believer from Connecticut, he wanted to get revenge for what had happened. He moved him and his family to Kansas to make it a free state. He believed the best way to handle the situation was to fight back in a bad way. So he killed five pro-slavery Kansas settlers in a violent way. People soon began to hear about what had happened. The people from the South were horrified when they heard the news. They started to believe that they were sharing a country with horrible people who believed that violence was the answer to the problems. Overall, this one incident, the canning of Charles Sumner, led to many other riots and bad situations that eventually prompted to the Civil War. Now Mary is going to talk about everybody's reactions to the attack. Brooks was really mad because Sumner made a speech on attacking slavery and people of the South. Brooks only got a small fine but was convicted. The aftermath was more significant than the actual attack. Southerners were also happy for Brooks and sent him many new canes. Andrew Butler says it, it caused the Civil War. He also said that it showed how deep and angry they had become. Charles Sumner was also assassinated at the time of Abraham Lincoln. Charles Sumner wanted to free slaves, grant them civil rights, and enlist them in the Union Army. He also wanted Abraham Lincoln to help him with trying to make those three things happen. Charles Sumner also wanted to strengthen the Confederate States' conditions. They were getting pretty bad. He wanted to fight for black slaves, have civil rights, and he saw the opportunity during the Reconstruction. He wanted to work on the black civil rights for the, from the South to the North. It was worse in the South because there were more slaves in the South than in the North. Getting rid of all discriminatory laws was what Charles Sumner wanted. He wanted the federal legislation to repel them. He worked on the right up until his death. Charles Sumner wanted all black males to be granted suffrage in 1865. Sumner wanted control over the United States foreign policy in 1861 through 1871. The length of the Civil War was blamed on Great Britain in, the, in Sumner's mind. Another thing that was in Sumner's mind was he thought Britain had favored the Confederacy. In 1870, Grant's treaty annexed to the Dominican Republic was not supported by Charles Sumner. Charles Sumner was really devoted to getting rid of slavery. He wanted it so badly. He tried to get rid of it for as long as he could, but could never get it to fully go away. The more Sumner fought with his words, the more results he saw. His words were very powerful and effective. There were so effect they were so effective to where he never really saw another side to the argument. Since Charles Sumner argued so much, it led to difficulty with people such as president, friends, and even family. All throughout his time in the Senate, his goal was to give absolute human equal equality, even though it was not a popular opinion. Charles Sumner was very powerful in the Senate before. At the end of the Civil War, he was actually said to be one out of two men that were more influenced. Also, after the end of the war, he was the one to deal with the most difficult problems. He later became more kind towards those in the South because people were suffering. Overall, he was one of the men that helped shape our country and what it is today. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Ciao!